Welcome back to the Mackinac, Michigan show brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb. And I'm Jarrett Scora. And uh, our next guest, uh, you know, we're generally supportive of the police, right? you got to have uh, low crime in your communities. But police m- misconduct has been a major issue over the years in recent years. Uh, and and a, a lot of the problems of police misconduct kind of go unreported. And Steve Neveling with the Metro Times wrote a piece in Michigan Advance where he highlighted a lot of the problems in Michigan's law that doesn't allow agencies who might fire or, or uh, have an officer leave due to misconduct, uh, it, they can't report it to another agency. Mm-hmm. So some of these officers end up getting rehired back on the job instead of told, hey, you're not the kind of officer that 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 should be a police officer. <laughs> Steve Neveling joins us now. Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. So dive into the details here with us, Steve. I, I mean, it seems to me that, that you know, first of all, I guess, how big of a problem is this in police misconduct? What are the numbers in Michigan? Well, here's the, this is the big problem. Because there's no requirement for police agencies to share information about uh, who they fire, who committed misconduct, it's impossible to know how common it is. Mm. We have found instances that were pretty egregious where an officer uh, assaulted somebody, got fired, goes to another police agency, does the same thing, gets fired and goes to another one. Uh, and some of the police sources you're talking to said it's relatively common, and that's because in Michigan – there's no requirement to share information uh, between police departments when someone is let go for engaging in misconduct. Um, you know, a lot of states have that requirement, not in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Um, Steve Jarrett with the with the Mackinac Center. Yeah, we we've actually done uh, a decent amount of work on this. We we have a report coming out um, soon that looks precisely at this issue and it's kind of from two angles um one is the the transparency side um where michigan's public records laws uh protect police officers much more than it does other government employees and some of that makes sense if you have an undercover officer or something but but actually you can pretty much redact and, and withhold anything related to law enforcement and then the other part is um the collective bargaining angle so you have unions that will bargain for certain protections and you have uh contracts that that prevent a, an officer uh from sharing you know a department from sharing an officer's record with another department that might call them up or, or provides extra protections in in kind of the, the legal side of it um so yeah it kind of tackles it from the trans transparency in the collective bargaining angle. Were you able to find some individual stories? Were, you, were, were there some people that you talked to that were interested in reform? Yeah, that was the thing that I was surprised to see is there is a lot of uh, motivation to have reform, especially what's been happening, you know, a lot more reporting going on about misconduct. Uh, there's been a Senate bill uh, that was introduced two years ago by Jeremy Moss, and what it would do is require police agencies to make information available when an officer commits misconduct. And then there's also a termination report. So if an officer is fired, that information would then be shared with other police departments. It would go onto the state database, which would make it so much easier for a police department that wants to hire someone 
Because a lot of the problem is when somebody's let go, they're not sometimes not technically fired. They're they're right you know, to buy sort of out forced. or something. Yeah, and and part of the agreement is we won't tell your potential employers what you did, and that's one way to get the officer out because the the unions protect really bad cops a lot of times. Um, so that's happening. I did talk to. Ike McKinnon, who is a former Detroit police chief, and he said this is one of the worst problems he's experienced um, in all of his years in, in law enforcement because officers so easily can engage in misconduct, get fired, and go to uh, another police department. I mean, it's so easy in Michigan. And, you know, Steve, you said the Detroit police, I mean, the Detroit Police Department for a number of years had so I mean, decades, really, had so yeah. many instances of false evidence, uh, false arrests. Uh, uh, you know, they would they would wrongfully try people. They would withhold evidence at trial. And um, and and we don't know to this day the officers that were really the bad apples that engaged in that kind of behavior and to the extent that we yeah, you know right. to the extent that it happened and that the department the Detroit police department has done anything about it the Detroit police department hasn't really shared any of that information i can, i can see the importance of maybe protecting officers identities like Jarrett said i think that the, 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 there's some interest in not disclosing who these who the officers are in some instances um, but at the very minimum sharing that information with other departments as part of a hiring process should be absolutely critical I would think if you're a police officer in Detroit and you go to move up and be a police officer in Flint, that the Flint Police Department should have full access to your files from the Detroit Police Department. Not that the whole public necessarily needs to or even wants to or whatever see that file, but the Flint Police Department ought to be able to look at your records. Hmm. Yeah, that would seem to be the case, right? I mean, even if you're looking at this from a dollars and cents perspective, you're creating such a huge liability for your community if you can't find out who this new officer is that you hired. So, you know, I mean, obviously somebody who engaged in misconduct in the past is more likely to engage in misconduct in the future. Mm -hmm. So there seems like there would be a lot of interest for cities to try to avoid future lawsuits by making this information more readily available. Yeah, it's a liability. Right. It's a liability. Well, absolutely. And, and I mean, I think the concept of a lot of government entities, um, it's, it's tough to get, is is those are public employees. They work for the public. My mm -hmm. kids started school this morning in, in the public school system. If I want to, I can file public records requests. I can get the file on that teacher. I can mm -hmm. look up whatever. I can get their college transcripts that are in there. Um, and, you know, I don't need to do that. That part's not necessary. <laughs> but you actually have a legal ability to do so. And, yeah. um, you know, there's a couple of small instances where, where certain public employees need to be protected from the transparency laws a little bit more than others. But we should be able to get misconduct allegations. Yeah. And you should know, which is what's been happening nationally, where somebody has had 13 instances, 20 instances, 40 instances. Um, and there should be a real question on why, you know, maybe they weren't legally liable and we couldn't convict them of something, but they need to find another job and move on to something else. That's right. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, uh, most of the officers are good people. And the officers that I talked to said, we don't want these people in here. They, we want, they, they are hurting our reputation. They're a liability. They're, they're no fun to work with. <laughs> right. uh, they create a lot of problems. 
So it seems like almost everybody is supporting this, yet Michigan remains one of those rare states that doesn't have any transparency requirements. Well, we're not very good at transparency in general in Michigan, so, not so at there's all. that. Um, and Steve, um, you write in your piece here, uh, the name of the piece uh, for our listeners is Michigan's Police Secrecy Raises Concerns About Wandering Cops. It's in Michigan Advance. But you write that the, the Detroit News found that uh, in 2017 there were two dozen enforcement officers, law enforcement officers, uh, who bounced around, who wandered around uh, and got rehired, uh, jumped around. Uh, and they were problematic. They had been fired. They had been criminally charged, et cetera, et cetera. So the problem is larger than we think. Um, yeah. Steve, we've got to leave it there, but I encourage everyone to check out Steve Neveling's piece. Uh, and uh, thanks for coming on, Steve. I really appreciate it. Love your show. Thank you. Thank you. And we will be back after a brief break with more of the Mackinac Michigan Show here on WJR. WJR.